0: How do I go after larger accounts to grow my book of business? This is a question that was posed by one of our uh, clients inside of our coaching program that has really gone after a lot of smaller accounts, and that's where they've been so far. But they recognize, hey, they want to grow their book of business, and they want to go after bigger fish. So in this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast, our coaches cover this topic. So let's dive in.
1: Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in.
2: You know, there's a lot of ways that you can find out uh, leads for larger accounts. And you have your typical sources where you can Google and look for lists and, and, uh, uh, you know, talk to, uh, other producers in your office. Um, the other thing is you can always look at, and these are kind of some old school ways, look at certificates of insurance that, uh, maybe your clients, your smaller clients, if you have contractors or such have been giving to generals that they work for. Uh, that's another good source of looking for larger, larger clients. Um, I prefer to really look for businesses by doing a Google search or looking for them online first and trying to find out mm-hmm. more information about mm-hmm. uh the prospect so that I can determine number 1 they're going to meet our carrier's appetites and number 2 what I can pull off of the internet about them that would lead me to go to offer a solution to a to a potential or a probable problem that they are having. So when you're dealing with larger accounts, uh, you know, you really need to try to get your hands wrapped around what issues are they dealing with. And, you know, if you don't know that without speaking to clients, again, our good friend Google or whatever search engine you use, you can look up issues surrounding, you know, manufacturers with revenues over $10 million or something like that. And you'll find something. The point here, as we've talked about before, is making sure that whomever you go after, number one, it's 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 a valuable investment in your time. You're not wasting your time by going after them. And two, you know something about them that's going to give you something to talk to them about. And hopefully, and you should have a solution for whatever you're going to speak with them about. I hope that makes sense. I'm sure guys you can jump in and maybe clean up some of this or give other Uh, Uh, suggestions you have.
3: Sure. You know, I want to back up half a step. First of all, it's a noble goal (laughs) to increase the size of your your average account. And and what uh, most producers have been doing this just a little while, discover that by doing so, you ironically get more time in your hands because there is that phenomenon that typically the smaller account Generates more hassle and more questions, and it, it's just that weird phenomenon. You could write a jumbo account that really doesn't require much service because you know they 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 know what they know the score, you know. So so it's a it's a really good goal, uh, a slightly adjunct to what you said there, Christian. That that I do, and it's just basic. Is I always you know I try to build up databases of prospects to go after, and. Uh, I guess I'm going to state the obvious, but you can reverse engineer. Okay. I lead with workers comp typically. Okay. So it's really easy for me to kind of reverse engineer based on average uh, hourly rates and number of employees and given a class code, what the, uh, in California, what the pure premium rate is, then take the X mod. I can figure out, I need a database of these, let's say 25 class codes that have at least I'm just picking numbers here, 25 employees or more, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can and and that that will generate what my personal minimum account size is. So that, as you said, I think a moment ago, Christian, you know, you're not I'm not spinning my wheels marketing and trying to, you know, get in front of people that are not going to generate the kind of income that I want. You know, so so that that's a really good, really good starting point. Um, One more
2: thing that just jumped in, Matt, and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, because if I don't say it now, I'll forget it. (laughs) Okay. That's how I am, you know, ADHD, baby. I'm like moving fast, but the question of where to find leads, sometimes looking at your current book of business, your current clients, your best clients, even if they're small clients, look at what they do. You know, there's going to be a connection with a supplier they have or someone they have done work for, or, you know, again, try to find some connection and then go to them and say, Hey, do you know anyone at, whatever, uh, a business, you might be surprised that if you're able to help out your current clients, they may be able, they may be willing to help you to say, yeah, I know someone there. Now that's just another morsel into getting into that larger account. Again, as a producer, you got to build on those morsels so that you can go in and present a solution. Sorry about that.
0: I, I I agree. Yeah. I think there's a mindset here also. There's an awareness, first and foremost, that you want to build your book of business. There's You you have to remember that big fish swim in big ponds. They're going to be different than where you're finding your small accounts. And you need to be prepared to go into those big ponds. And, and as, as both Matt and Christian have said, you've got to do research, research, research to find out. Then you have to be prepared. And you have to mentally get over the idea that, gee, can I write an account that pays $200,000 for their insurance? And the answer is, yes, you can. Uh, it really, if you can run an account for 50,000, you can do one for 100. If you can do 100, you can do 200. If you do 200, you can do a million, believe it or not. And, and I've done all of those in my career. And what you will find is the larger the sale, the more they are typically not interested in the premium, but they are more interested in what you can do for them, what you can bring to them other than product and price. And I think that's critical. The other thing is take a look at yourself. I was out with a producer. Recently, um, I was delivering a renewal. She was along with me. She is kind of the class clown, and and she's very bright and very sharp. And I think will do well in this industry. She's fairly new. And when this is all over, we come back to the office, and you have to say, "Listen, there's a there's a switch that you have to flip. This is not funny. This is not this is we're, we just ask. We just this guy just spent five hundred thousand dollars with us." In other words, we just renewed his premium and went from four hundred dollars to $500,000 for all of his coverage. I love humor, and I use humor a lot when I have a long-standing relationship with someone who understands when and where that's appropriate. That switch doesn't come on in every meeting, and it certainly doesn't come on in inappropriate times. You have to be yourself. You've got to go out there, and if you're hunting big fish, you need to make a very professional presentation like their CPA would, like their attorney would, and you're entering that field, as, as I say, in every one of these coaching calls, if you're in a large account, most likely they're spending more money with you than they are their CPA and their attorney combined, unless some catastrophe happens to them. And then who knows, they may not even be around. Uh, but uh, see, there's some of that humor that didn't really fly very well. But anyway, you've got to be prepared to to go out and make the presentation to hunt with the big, big folks, I, yeah, I, and I, Go ahead, man. Oh, okay. Just
3: real quick. I love that you brought up my mindset, Rick, because we've talked about there's so many different mindsets, referral mindset, BOR mindset, large account, our larger account mindset is a really good one to foster. And one other quick thing you had mentioned um, that larger accounts tend to be more interested in what you can bring to the table. That's unique and what sort I was reminded of that in a, uh, uh, Prospect meeting that I had a couple of days ago, earlier this week. And I had confirmed the meeting via email and explained, like, hey, if you could have the following things ready for our discussion, it will help expedite things. And some of those were basic things like number of employees or annual payroll, stuff like that. The guy came in. So this is the first time I met this guy. And he came in and he said, you know, Matt, I got your email. And he said, and I don't have that information ready right now. I really wanted to meet you. And kind of assess our compatibility. And he literally said, and what makes you different? He literally said that. It was perfect, but it was a great reminder to me to keep that mindset of not just coming in there with a certain agenda that I want to drive and let's develop these specs and whatnot. So we spent the whole meeting just compatibility. Mm-hmm. And it was a great meeting. And we're going to move forward, you know. But I really appreciate it. And I told him that that that, that was the and I think you'll see that with some larger, more professional accounts, you know, where, where they they know what's important.
2: Yeah, so, and I, this the, the the mindset is what I wanted to also say, Matt, uh, that I think is so important. The larger accounts are getting a lot of calls all the time from salespeople asking to write their insurance. Okay, on well, the smaller accounts, they I'm sure they don't get near as many calls. Okay. Uh, because there's not a lot of commission in the smaller accounts, right? So if, if the larger accounts are getting all those calls, you have to be prepared to differentiate yourself. Why you? Comes back to circle what we just talked about. What's in it for them? What's in it for that larger account? So therein lies, do your homework, do your practicing, figure out your differentiation, figure out that you have a solution for them before you go see them. Have a reason why you stand out. From the competition. It's like applying to a school. You know, you got to stand out from the competition. There's a lot of other insurance agents fishing around, and you want to be the fish that stands out. But mm-hmm. I do think mindset is so important when you're going after larger accounts. You're a hunter and you want to target. You don't just go hunting one day, pick up your gun and walk out in your, you know, in your pajamas and go hunting. You prepare yourself before you go hunting. You target Where you know where the the prey is going to be. You target that prey with the proper ammunition. So that's what it's like to go after larger accounts. But open your eyes, be aware of, of trucks that go by that are clean trucks that you'll be proud to say, that's a client of mine. Maybe that if they meet, you know, meet your carrier appetite, they're not a current client, obviously. You've done your research. That's a great place to get leads too of how to look for those larger accounts.
0: All right, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you did, we would greatly appreciate you. Like, subscribe, leave a review. It let's us know what topics we can cover in future episodes. And if you'd like to find out more information on how you get coached by our coaches, feel free to visit us at thepreeminentproducer.com. Until next time, guys, we'll see you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.